This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Monday the 15th of February. In your Squeeze today, hotel quarantine questions in Victoria. Donald Trump is acquitted. Bitcoin for good. And it's all about Barty. This is your Squeeze today. Those in Victoria this morning, Claire, are going into their third day of hard lockdown after that cluster of COVID cases, which are linked to a quarantine hotel at Melbourne Airport. That cluster is now at 16 people, Claire, but much of the discussion over the weekend was about this nebulizer that was used in the hotel. The government says this was the reason the virus got out and that it shouldn't have been used. The guy who used it, Claire, says otherwise. Yeah, there's been that exchange of words, as you say, between the man in question and the government about that nebulizer. Uh, officials say that he wasn't granted permission to use the machine. Certainly there's no record of that, but he is adamant that it is the case. The man who is suffering with COVID said that if he was told he couldn't use it, he would never have used it. Premier Daniel Andrews deferred much of the questions on the topic to the head of quarantine Victoria, Emma Kassar, who said she can't explain the two different versions of events. So still lots of questions there. To the vaccine now though, Claire, Australia will receive 80,000 doses of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine by the end of this week. Yeah, it might even be as soon as tomorrow. Uh, According to reports this morning, Federal Health Minister Greg Hunt yesterday said that it is on track and that we will have an immunisation program up and running by the end of the month. Of course, older and frontline Australians are first in line to receive the first jabs. It's the only vaccine to have received Australian regulatory approval at this point. And officials yesterday really pointed what a difficult logistics exercise it's going to be, but they're on track to do it. Yeah, the medicine requires cold storage of minus 60 to minus 80 degrees. So pretty cold and yeah, some logistics involved there. Whilst we're on vaccines, Claire, the opposition has taken issue with the pace of the government's rollout of COVID vaccinations. Federal Parliament is sitting this week, so expect that to come up a bit. It certainly will be on the agenda. Also on the agenda is the proposed media bargaining code. Uh, what happened on Friday was that a Senate committee gave it the tick of approval. That will see that legislation move forward in the Parliament when it resumes in Canberra today. It could be passed as soon as tomorrow. Big tech companies will be making last-ditch attempts to change the government's mind on it. That's certainly one to watch. Also on the agenda is industrial relations. It's an age-old fight between the two major parties. This time, Claire, there's a focus on the gig economy. There is. That's what Labor has really narrowed its sights on as it takes up the big issue. The Morrison government has some proposals in that space uh, already and the legislation uh, to back the government's plan is due to be debated in March. The gig economy, of course, is a bit of a new age word. It pays workers by task rather than by hours. Possibly the best example or the most high profile example of that is food delivery drivers. Donald Trump's impeachment trial is done and dusted. He was acquitted, as was expected, Claire. A number of Republicans, so those from Trump's party, did vote for him to be convicted, though. 
Yeah, in fact, it was the most bipartisan margin uh, in favour of conviction in history. That vote went 57 to 43 in favour of that conviction. But of course, it wasn't enough to get that two thirds majority of the Senate that would have required 67 votes. Trump certainly uh, seemed pretty happy with the result yesterday. He said that his movement is only just getting started. Uh, He again called proceedings a witch hunt and said, that uh, our opponents can't forget the 75 million Americans who voted for him. Without a conviction, Donald Trump is able to run for office again. Japan Claire on Saturday experienced a 7.1 magnitude earthquake. According to their meteorological agency, that was an aftershock of the quake that struck off the coast of Fukushima, so the same area, almost 10 years ago. That's some delay. It's incredible, isn't it, to think that there could be an aftershock 10 years in the making. And what happened on Saturday uh, was injuries to about 100 people, uh, almost a million households went without power, uh, but no fatalities recorded. That earthquake back in 2011, of course, led to a tsunami that killed more than 18,000 people and it caused the meltdown of the Fukushima nuclear power plant. The 10-year anniversary of that disaster is on the 11th of March. Bitcoin is really having quite the moment. Its value now sitting at nearly US $50,000. So one Bitcoin is worth that much. Jay-Z and Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey Clare are buying Bitcoin for good, though. They've announced they're starting a Bitcoin development fund. Yeah, it's a different spin on Bitcoin. Of course, we've been talking about it in the context of wealth accumulation, people buying it to make money. But what Dorsey and Jay-Z are looking to do is to set up a fund. They'll donate 500 Bitcoin, which is worth about 24 million US dollars. And it will be a philanthropic venture that will benefit good causes in Africa and India with that seed investment of that 500 Bitcoin. Cryptocurrency is probably the most requested squeeze shortcut we've had. (laughs) We've certainly heard people. We're pretty scared to tackle it. (laughs) No, not scared. We have heard you. It'll, it'll, It'll be coming. It'll come this year. Claire, last week a lawyer in Texas went viral after being caught on Zoom with a cat filter on. He didn't know how to change it, so he's just sort of sitting there as a cat. (laughs) It's as ridiculous as it sounds. And if you haven't seen it, a link is in your episode notes. The point of telling you about that is that something similar has happened. This time, a congressman in the US appeared via a video link at a hearing, but his head, Claire, was floating upside down. Upside down. He didn't know (laughs) how to get that filter off, much like the kitten court. Uh, But I really liked his colleague's very helpful suggestion was that maybe he stand on his head to counter the effect of the filter if he couldn't work out how to switch it off. Oh, these ones might depend on your sense of humour, but <laughs> you and I are certainly in hysterics. I love this. <laughs> Squeeze the day, and for me, it's Ash Barty Claire tonight, 7pm against American Shelby Rogers. She's the last remaining Aussie in the singles at the Open. She is. Dylan Olcott, of course, heads into the semifinals as well in the quad singles title. He won his first game yesterday and moves on. Uh, there's still a couple in the doubles as well, so plenty to watch at the Oz Open still. 
Yeah, plenty to watch. Squeeze the day for you, Claire, though, is something to watch if you may be not putting the tennis on this evening. Uh, what I've got my eye on is Series 2 of Staged. I thought it was the most delightful ISO series of last year. It stars Michael Sheen and David Tennant, or David Tennant and Michael Sheen, however you want to look at it. If you watch the show, you'll know what that reference is to. Uh, the second series kicks off on iView ABC today. There you go, something for everyone this evening. Enjoy your Monday and we'll be back with you tomorrow. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit for member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy to understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.